0: that's when roka came and he became the outlaw and i've, I've all, he's he's always been my favorite competitor like from day 1 when he was like a heel he was just like he would put the blindfold on and he wouldn't shake people's <laughs> hands i was like fuck yeah that's my dude i don't yeah. care <laughs> I, I loved him in the beginning dude he's always been my number one and i just i just i just been a fan ever since
1: Welcome to After Live, the unofficial Collider Live After Show podcast. We have an exclusive interview for you, and I am Mike. Along with me are my co-hosts. We've got Sean. Hey guys. We've got Wade. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, good, good. Hey guys, who do we have tonight?
2: I don't know, but one of them was yelling at me a minute ago because I didn't get them any
1: fucking water. Really. I wonder yeah. who it could be.
0: It was in my demands for the show. What the hell? I'm still we waiting for it. Your by the way, I d- uh, I by the you way, do. too, I Thrawny asked. I asked for Ritz crackers, not saltines. Too. This is, what kind of show is this?
1: If you haven't guessed already, we have <laughs> the duo here, the the mad mu- uh, musicians here, Thron oh. and David B. Welcome, guys, to the show. Hey, Hello. hey, how's
2: it going? You know, Mike, I liked that the Mad Musicians. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're really, they're really mad, and they're just, just so good. <laughs> they are so good.
2: Especially David right now. He is. I'm very so mad. mad. <laughs> I didn't get
0: my Ritz crackers. There's no Aquafina or
1: Fiji water.
3: Oh, yeah. we Henry, dude. Let the Ritz crackers
1: go. so yeah if you guys don't know who these two are especially in the fan group you know the fan world of collider live these guys are making fan music for collider live and they're just having a blast with it and uh, we're gonna ask them some questions and get deep dive into what they are as musicians and their fandom with collider so uh without further ado let's uh, get into the jam and discuss all about it uh so the first question i'm just gonna start off just a basic borderline question just to because we're m- musicians are interesting to talk about because when they get into music it's just you gotta know why did you guys get into music
4: oh music music it's i mean it's a part of pretty much everybody's life right but uh i think for me i wanted to get into music uh the guitar man it just speaks to me you you hear it and you know whether it's a a super quiet soft kind of thing and you're just like oh i can feel that or if it's like super brutal and loud and gnarly and you're just like oh i want to command that kind of power um that's kind of how i felt about it so that's why i do what
3: i do what about you david
0: uh as for me um like thrawn said man music's been a part of my life since i can remember Uh, At least listening to, like, the Beatles and the Monkeys and Temptations in the car with my dad. Um, Listening to my uncles, listen to the music from from, uh, where they're from, from Mexico, rancheros and cumbia music and stuff like that. Music's just been a a part of my life. And uh, I distinctly remember getting interested in playing uh, guitar, like, when I actually did take music very, very seriously was, like, Listening to bands like uh, Three Days Grace and Alien Ant Farm and POD and those guys, and then uh, eventually I had a couple of good friends in high school introduce me to like Jimi Hendrix and Santana, Eric Clapton, and then from there eventually, of course, the only logical place to go from there is fucking heavy metal, dude, and uh, started listening to Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Randy Rhodes, Van Halen, Metallica, and it was really. Metallica listening to the album Master of Puppets that really made me go, oh, I gotta learn how to do this and do this well. And uh, ever since then, it's just been like an addiction for me where it's like, alright, I learned this. What else can I learn that's heavier or more technically advanced or just, just just sounds cool? And then eventually it went from learning other people's stuff to like, I wonder what I can do. And yeah, just the ball got rolling from there. Cool. <laughs>
3: Sorry, no. You got dude, you got me thinking about Ozzy, and then you got me thinking about I don't know. You just got me thinking. I love music too, and I, mm-hmm. you just got me thinking about all the old bands. And 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 then you mentioned Hendrix, and it just reminded me of when when I first heard Hendrix. I was probably in my early twenties when I first heard him, and uh, and which is a travesty. But that that just got me in deep thought on that man.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know. If this is news to anybody, but um, I'm I'm his, I'm a I'm Hispanic, right? Right. I'm half Mexican, half Salvadorian. All American is what I usually like to say, but um, yeah, dude. Like, I remember listening to Jimi Hendrix and be like, man, this is intense. And then, I, and then I remember what really, really made me start going to my parents, like, hey, I kind of want a guitar for like funsies, Was uh, Carlos Santana. Cause he was like he was Hispanic like me and he just he had a way to play melodies on the guitar. That was like, that sounds cool, man. He makes the guitar sing. And initially that's that's like where I got the bug to learn guitar, but I always credit Metallica, especially like uh, James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett's playing. Uh James Hetfield like just crazy rhythm picking and then obviously like if you ever listen to an interview by uh Kirk Hammett, his idol number one is Jimi Hendrix, so of course it's like, yeah, I have to I got to learn how to do this and do this well, so.
2: Of course. So I actually, uh, obviously you guys create these fan music, fan songs uh, mm-hmm. for Collider Live. Where did you guys, wh- when did you guys first like find out about Collider? What's your Collider experience been? <laughs> Not all,
4: all right. right. <clears throat> all right, cool. Um, So I found Collider through uh, Star Wars. Uh, explain. Uh, Alex Damon has this channel oh. where he tells you every little thing you'd ever never want to know about Star Wars. <laughs> and uh,
3: <laughs> Very true.
4: He mentioned that he was doing this um, uh, the Schmodown. He was going to be on the, uh, the Star Wars kind of version of that and I had no idea what he was talking about but I'm like, I don't think I know anybody who knows anything about Star Wars like this dude does. So he's probably going to win or something. And so <laughs> I wound up uh, checking out Collider and uh, finding the, uh, the Schmodown stuff first. And then in searching through for the that particular uh, that event, I actually found like Jedi Council and Ruler 2. And so th- those were actually how I first got into Collider were uh, those podcasts. I, I don't, okay, fine. I haven't actually seen his uh, full matches yet. I never wanted to <laughs> get <getting> that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I found, the, I found the Rule of Two and I found the uh, the uh, the Jedi Council, and then I just got distracted from there. Honestly, that's that's pretty much how I found out about Collider.
2: And he's got a match coming up, right?
4: Yeah, he's gonna be he's at playing. that uh, the celebration event. He's gonna yep. be uh, throwing down. Uh, I-, I want to see him battle against uh, – uh who's the famous guy who's, who was killing everybody at Trivia? He, he did like Darth Maul's boys. Oh, Sam, Sam
3: Witwer. Uh, oh, no, Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. Yeah, yeah,
4: Sam Witwer. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that match, but apparently Sam Witwer's just uh, a little bit too busy. I hope he's busy
5: doing Star Wars things.
2: Uh, I know right now I think he's doing Press for Days Gone, which is that new um, – Video game. Video game. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. but – I'd really like to see him play Molly, because Molly's in that five-way that's Damn. deciding who's going to play Alex. I think that would be an interesting...
4: Oh, that's how I want it to go, for sure. I want it to be oh, those yeah, two yeah. against each other at the end. Like, I mean, that would be she's got it cut out for her, though. What, the oh, yeah. they got Trimshaw in there, and uh, it's, it's going to... I think Ken actually... I think I read her today. He said he retired because of Alex Damon, <laughs>
5: Yeah, that,
2: that
4: yeah, last match yeah. was
2: that freeway <laughs> between him, Alex, and Joseph. That was pretty. Uh, you, you should watch. You, you should. Uh, I'm a big fan of Shroda, but even if you just watch the Star Wars stuff, you really should, because that like, the, it's a smaller, uh, it's a smaller league, but it still had such a like in, insane story to it, and the the league. Yeah. Uh, so, David, what about you? How did you get involved with Collider?
5: Oh
0: man, well, uh, I think. I started uh well i was uh, first and foremost i was a, a screen junkies fan oh, and
5: right on.
0: and then i th- i think i think from there uh eventually you go down one of those like youtube rabbit holes and you just start finding like things similar to what you started watching and i'm really into i really love movies and i love listening to people critique movies and opinions on movies and i remember going down that rabbit hole finding other like cr- critics like uh like uh, chris duckman and john flickinger and Uh, jeremy johns and all these guys and eventually i ran into the schmoes uh Mm -hmm. christian and um mark ellis and i just started hearing them talk about movies and they always seemed to me in the beginning like so contrarian to everybody else like (laughs) yeah i I could never figure out like what are their tastes like like movies that everyone's like this is a masterpiece they both go eh, it was okay i wasn't into it but it i just kept coming back for like that differing opinion and then I remember like Schmo down starting, and it was like originally it was like Mark Ellis and Christian back when the uh, Tiffany, uh, I think her last name Smith, right? Yep. Tiffany yeah, Smith, yeah, when Tiffany, she was, yeah. when she was like a huge part of the Schmoes, and then before they joined Collider and stuff. And I just I was I've always I've, I always leaned towards in the, in that time I leaned towards Screen Junkies a little bit more, and eventually some stuff happened, and I was just like oh, I'm not that crazy about it anymore. And then start, and then when like the Schmodown really started picking up steam, and it was like, that's when Roka came, and he became the outlaw. And I I've, I've hes hes always been my favorite competitor. Like from day one, when he was like a heel, he was just like he would put the blindfold on, and he wouldn't shake people's <laughs> hands. I was like, fuck yeah, that's my dude. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I, I loved him in the beginning, dude. He's always been my number one. And I just, I just, I've just been a fan ever since. Like I mostly follow. Uh, Collider now for like those movie reviews and for Collider Live. I haven't been keeping up with the Schmodown as much, but I mean, whenever I have the time to, I'll pop in a, a musty match or uh, some clips or whatever, or just hear them talk about movies and then talk about the Schmodown stuff.
2: Hmm. Nice. I think we got the like basic stuff out of the way. So, Wade, what have you got?
0: Well,
3: actually, since we're on Schmodown, I do, I do have a question about that for you guys. Um, uh, I think it was probably last week, Christian had said something about um, talking about the, the strikes and using uh, copyright music and stuff for entrances um, mm-hmm. and trying to find some people to write original music. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys have considered uh, writing some music and submitting it for Schmodown competitors. Oh, David
0: dude. A hundred percent, man. Like, that's like, like... All right, that's just the way I approach the music I write. It's like I'm approaching it as like an audition, like trying to show Collider and whoever's in charge, like, hey, you know, if this ever does take off or if you ever need a favor, like, I am a musician. I can compose. I can write. I can sort of mix and match. And if there's something I don't know how to do, I have people that I know that could probably do it better than me. So every time I I sit down and write a song, I was telling Thrawn this too. I think the other day too, like like i take forever writing these songs like once i start writing them it's like an eight ten hour session before i finish it because it's like i'm such a perfectionist sometimes to the point it's like i needed to sound the way i wanted to sound i needed to come off the way i wanted to come off and then of course i have that mentality like like man like i'm not i'm not vocally saying like hey hire me but i am kind of saying like hey you know if i want to throw my name in the hat so to speak so yeah definitely man if if the opportunity came up i'd if, especially if it's for john Roca, dude oh you have no <laughs> idea
2: <laughs> so you you just said you know eight to ten hour sessions like when you g- get down into composing music like do you find yourself like hitting a a stride almost
0: yeah definitely yeah. it uh it uh it, it um it takes me a while to find something that kind of inspires me like for for what I'm doing it's just like for funsies and like for goofs and gaps like it does take me a while to find something to be like, hey, that kind of gives me an idea. And then once I sit down, I'll go through iterations of what I want to do, and I might scrap a couple of ideas until I I uh I hit an idea that I like. Like for example, um, the Can I Come song that I wrote. Like I spent maybe like two or three hours just randomly demoing stuff because I had like three different ideas prior to doing it the way I did. Until eventually I went like, why don't just why don't I go left field and do something I've never done before, like a cheesy rap song. And that's and that's literally. Good. that's literally what I ended up doing so I started I started just tracking out the midi and stuff and just being like I wanted to sound like really like modern hip hop almost unless we got like the weird synthy parts and like that trap uh, type of like beat behind it so but yeah but once I started getting the ball rolling I think I started writing that I started working on it like around 4 o'clock my time and by the time it was done it was it was like 2 or 3 a.m. like mixed and mastered and everything and I was like I gotta go to bed
5: (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh yeah uh, you too thrown same question as far as the uh schmodown music uh if you're interested in this if you could also like david did kind of walk us through your writing process as well if you don't mind oh sure
4: all right so on the on the schmodown front um i went to that free-for-all recently and uh I wasn't sure how that meet and greet was going to go, but I do know that my boy David B is a uh, professional musician, so I didn't know if I was going to get a chance to talk to Christian or what was going to happen. But it turns out, really, you just kind of jump in the line. They call you over, you shake hands, you take a picture, goodbye. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to, say, yeah,
2: no chance to the say something, man. Uh, right. Yeah, had no
5: chance to say. I had a hat with my name on it. I mean, come on. <laughs> 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 but. uh
4: um, so yeah, I was actually, uh, planning on throwing him a bone in a more ways than one. I was going to be like, Hey, yo, you know, I heard you mention on your show a while ago that you were kind of one day hoping to get somebody kind of like WWE to do all the music for, uh, for the schmodown, down. And I know, uh, David B is a working musician. Um, but like I said, I didn't get a chance to say anything to him. <laughs> and then, uh, the other it's thing, a, I
0: was gonna it's the it's thought, it's the thought that counts.
4: Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I was also gonna tell him, "Hey, yo! By the way, I also heard you say that, uh, you know, if either one of those dudes wanted to go to the schmoo they're in. So David B still needs a ticket.
5: <laughs> but uh, <laughs>
4: yeah, I didn't get a chance to say that either. Um, but as far as the music goes, uh, it'd be cool to compose some theme songs for some people. Um, I, I the second I heard him say that, I think it was on Collider Live. He mentioned he wanted to have a, kind of like an in-house music situation. I thought, oh man, that's something I could do. But at the same time, um, I'm almost a polar opposite of David B when it comes to doing these songs. If I can't get the idea out super quick, either it was a bad idea or uh, it's just not uh, it's not speaking to me. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't I don't spend. My rule, I I got a 10-minute rule, and 10-minute rule is uh, if you can't come up with an idea to build the foundation on in 10 minutes, then uh, don't worry about it. (laughs) And so you'll notice most of my songs come out the same night that, uh, you know, whatever happened on Collider Live was referenced, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it was like the chicken and beer thing or uh, even that original. The first one uh, both of us did was based off of, I think it was episode 69. It was that first Friday that they had had. They were being super silly, and then they actually kind of threw out that challenge. Hey, Uh, I'm sure we got some fans out there. Somebody's going to hear this, and they're going to make a song out of it. And uh, I thought, you know, I haven't done any music in a long time, so I'm going to go ahead and try this, you know. And so um, for me, it actually takes longer to figure out how to work the software than it does to do the music. Um, (laughs) Uh If you notice, most of the music has, like, super generic riffs, and nothing is, like, intricate or... Like well composed or anything, it's just uh, off the cuff stuff, you know. And uh, th- the reason I did that metal song first uh, was literally because Darina said, "I hope somebody makes a metal song out of this." So that's So that's what I did. I just I made a made a heavy song out of that first one, and then uh, <clears throat> that second one, the uh, the chicken and beer song. They had that caller come uh, call in from Tennessee, and uh, I was like, "All right." i'm gonna i'm gonna do this because rocky was like put me in a song so uh i i pulled that one off and that one i mean the blues is just about the easiest thing in the world to riff off of so that i mean that took me probably an hour and a half to finish completely you know it didn't take me that long at all but uh you know like i said contrary to david b i'm not trying to put myself out there as a as a musician or a recording artist you can tell because I don't use my real name um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just the you know the Throne2K5 channel on YouTube is really just to put fun dumb things that I would honestly never put my name on
0: <laughs> so <laughs> okay.
2: uh, that's pretty much how I roll if put my name on this I'd be over so I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> right yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm on I'm on the other end where it's like I don't care about my name, obviously.
5: <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: I don't care about the reputation I have.
2: I think it's only building you guys' reputation. I think
1: uh
2: Yeah. The yeah. names are only being elevated by these. Oh yeah. That's
0: very nice of you. That's very nice of you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I mean, it's it's decent stuff and I actually would like to ask is uh what was your favorite song to work on? Ooh. Just so you're Uh, in the.
4: Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think my favorite one to work on was. I got to pick between Arroz Compollo or uh, uh, Christian at the (laughs) Dentist.
5: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
4: Neither one of those songs are in my wheelhouse at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. right. I I don't spend a whole lot of time even listening to uh, Latino music at all. And then uh, Ska, like. I, I like some ska, you know. There's a local band called Bucko Nine that I—that was the first local show I ever went to. So since the day I saw them, I was like, "All right, cool, I'm down with Bucko 9. But besides like the Boss Tones and maybe Voodoo Glow Skulls, I don't—I don't ska, <laughs>
5: you
4: know. <laughs> and I, have abs- I have absolutely no idea how to play any kind of horn whatsoever. Um, so I had to learn how to use the programs I have. I've been trying to find the best kind of horn sound, and it, everything else is just ripping off all those bands i just mentioned like oh here's what they do they do this they do that so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and uh so i I, the skull one is fun for me uh but then it was also just kind of like okay exclusive news bit for you guys i actually went out and bought a guitar for that song um i didn't oh shit oh I i didn't have a uh a uh what do you call it an electric acoustic nylon string guitar and uh so i went to the guitar center and i bought one i played uh two different chords on it to record for the song and then i took
5: it back <laughs> like <two weeks> later.
0: <laughs> uh, that is brilliant dude that's awesome dude oh shit um Oh, man, I'm cursing. I forgot to ask. Can we curse on this?
1: Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: You oh, fart. Yeah, guys, I'm farting. Excited. <laughs> go go <laughs> fart yourself. <laughs> um, Man, I don't know if I have a song that I was the most fun to work on. Uh, I could tell you for sure. Can I come was the most like nerve wracking because of like the joke, I, the jokes I threw in there. And also yeah. it's 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 a genre outside my wheelhouse. Like, I was so nervous posting that song because I I kind of like took a little dab at Harlov,
5: oh, right? Yeah. At, right? In the second exactly. verse, right. <laughs> but at
0: the same time, I was like, how can I like take a, a little a little dab at him but make it seem like bring it back to me? And I was like, oh, just be immediately apologetic about it. And I oh, um, made
4: it even better, dude. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was so, I was so happy watching that because I was like, man, I hope this joke lands because I was I was legit. <laughs> Really nervous posting that because I didn't know how it was gonna go down. But um, honestly, and it, it, this might sound weird or whatever, but I really enjoyed working on the song "Sick Shit," which no one listened to.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> but, it's the lowest one besides the recent one viewed. Yeah,
0: but but the one the reason I, I love that I love that tune so much is because uh, number one, I it wasn't really a jokey song. I kind of took it more seriously. Like I had like a message behind it, uh-huh. and and i don't know i like i i wrote that baseline and i was like this just reminded me of, like those grunge punk like pu- punk rock type of like vibe and i was just like i really dig the groove on that i'm looking look, I'm, I'm, Jerking myself off so hard on the on the show right now. But, um,
5: <laughs> this is your chance, to that, dude. Yes, this oh, is, this
0: is know, the I'll
4: perfect place right to do it. <laughs> You'll get three more views on that song from this. It'll be great. <laughs>
2: there you to-
0: go. You know what? Totally worth it. this song's the best thing I've ever written on God's green earth. And uh, earth.
2: John, don't overestimate how many people <laughs> listen
0: to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh no but but legitimately legitimately i i really love that song and i really wanted to go for like that really like sick like grunge like really like like fuck off type of attitude and i yeah. i don't know that was really like the most fun i had recording something that was like quote unquote collider related and then honestly at this but the second answer would honestly be collabing with Thron, getting him to um Work on the thing I put on my channel, and then mm-hmm. getting to work on this thing he put on his channel was a lot of fun. Just going, like honestly, no joke, going back and forth with Thrawn, him helping me find like clips to use and stuff like that, and me telling him like, "Hey man, can I throw this joke in there in, in your song?" And he's like, "Go for it, I don't give a shit." And it's like, yes, just creative freedom. It was that was really fun, legit. That was really fun.
4: Yeah, guaranteed. That's a, that's a second place to my other. uh
0: <laughs> Yeah,
5: de- definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah working with each other second place but i'm first place (laughs) my my ego comes first
2: (laughs) so you guys seem to have a pretty pretty good rapport going when did you guys actually get in touch like when did the bromance uh start oh uh was it like two hours ago be honest (laughs) wait who is this guy i'm talking to today
0: This is this is the real Thrawn, right? Like, like throat, <laughs> yeah. imperial order.
2: Has he given you like three fake phone numbers before tonight? Do you just keep trying to get in touch with him?
0: Just... Dude, dude, I'm I'm le- legit. I'm a huge fan of Thrawn. like like uh when, when everyone came out with the clickbaits on like i voted for his i voted for number three i was like because i i'm oh, a middle too. fan and i was just like oh. it, was four. <laughs> it
5: was four was it four?
0: Four. <laughs> oh wait you're right the first one the first one was alex the third one was uh what was that dude's name uh uh anyways i'm sorry guy but yeah
5: <laughs> no no no
0: no, I I meant for I'm serious. Like I voted for thrones. No, no joke. Cause I heard the metal riff and then uh, the fuck the fucking joke where, he's, where he throws a clip in there of like Makuga ranting about like Makuga's never played guitar cause no one plays guitar like that. And he throws that like, little solo and then the, the slapping the bass joke. I was like, this guy's a yeah. fucking genius. I got to vote for him. Fuck my song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then just the fact too, man, like, I, like, I hype up Thrawn so much, and it isn't a joke, I'm legit a fan. Like, the legend of him is, like, so legendary. Like, how he, like, went about, like, going into the free-for-all, no one knew he was there until after the fact. Him going, on his, yeah, him going on his Twitter and be like, Christian didn't know, but he just shook my hand, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, them actually talking <laughs> about it on the show? I'm just like, bro, that is so legendary, dude. I arena being like you pointed at me but you didn't shake my hand and like brent being like i think i saw him in the i was like bro (laughs)
5: exactly
0: you're so like legit dude i like i i really hope you don't think like i'm fucking with you i think that's like the greatest fucking thing ever dude it's so it's so punk rock so legendary like yeah i know i know everyone wants to meet me but fuck that
3: (laughs) i like that
4: i love
0: it dude it's I was
4: so going to say cool, something, man. and then I slammed the door in his face, and I was like, maybe I
5: better
0: say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, dude, even that's like, that, oh, man, it's just legendary. There's no other way to describe it. Like, like that's just the legend move right there. <laughs> that's, that's rock and roll, dude.
5: What do you
3: have to say about that, Thrawn? Was that your intent? Did you go in there knowing you were going to pull that punk <laughs> rock move? Did it just happen?
4: All right, so legit, I... uh. I don't... I'm not the most super social of people. Um, I don't I mean, I, I have friends and I go hang out with them or whatever else, but I don't know anybody else who's into that whole, like, schmodown or Collider. Like, one of my best buds, <laughs> he kind of actually doesn't like Collider. He's more on the... Uh, what? I don't know, there's a bunch of nerds who, like, make fun of everything. I forgot who it is, but I think they've talked trash about Collider before. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm not giving the name on purpose to fuck them. Uh <laughs> but basically, um I, I rolled up there by myself and uh my uh my idea was, you know what, I'm gonna go to this thing and I don't really talk to people very often, but I'm gonna wear this hat with my name on it. <laughs> and uh if anybody says what's up then I'll talk, you know, it's all good. And if they don't, that's all good too. Um I think I wound up talking to maybe two people. Um and uh, that, that was just about it. You know, I think if I would have been smarter about it, I would have used uh, something other than blue for the for the font because you couldn't see it inside anyway. But, uh, I mean, it's Thrawn. You got to be blue. Um, you should have but, had like, a uh,
2: big sign on you that was, I'm Thrawn 2K5, bow! I was going to wear the
4: like, Thrawn th- shirt I have, and I was like, okay, that's a little bit too much. Like, eh. It. But then I, I said when I realized I wasn't getting a chance to say anything to Christian just because of the way the line was moving and how fast they were yeah. trying to get in and out of there, I decided, all right, I'm gonna roll with and I'm not say anything to anybody. And then at one point, right before the show started, um, it's like a double-layered venue. So there's like a balcony where there's all the important people, and then there's you know the floor for the <laughs> for the for the animals.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And so I turned around and I looked up. And Dorina had taken position, like, front and center, right there on the, on the balcony. And she was looking kind of down. So I pointed right at her. And then uh, I just smiled, and then I just turned away and, like, didn't worry about it for the rest of the show. And then uh, there was a couple points where some of those guys came down to the bar. And uh, it, since you're so jam-packed in those little seats or whatever, uh, you have to, like— hey, excuse me, I'm trying to get out. And then whoever, yeah. whoever you're trying to get by, they actually have to get up and get out of the way. Ooh. And so Mark Riley went to the bar, and uh, I wanted to say what's up to him, but then I was going to have to ask people to get out of the way so I could mm-hmm. go do it. And I had literally just gotten back to my seat from grabbing a beer. And so mm-hmm. I was like, Ahh. I'm not trying to inconvenience anybody. And this is like, this is also towards the end of the match. And so people were getting super into it, and it was all tense and exciting. And I was mm-hmm. like, Ahh. And so, um, like I said, the only guy I talked to was, uh, well, I, I did, I talked to uh, Brett, and that was in the bathroom. Uh, we were both washing <laughs> our hands at the same time. We were washing our hands, and I looked over, and I was like, oh, ah, what's up, dude? He's all, hey, how you doing? And then, uh, you know, <laughs> finished finish washing hands, walked out uh, the bathroom, and then uh, slammed the door in his face, apologized. I was walking up the stairs, and Roxy was coming down the stairs the exact same time. And I was, like, five milliseconds from saying, hey. And uh, she said,
5: hey, Brett, how you
4: doing, man? You're doing a great job with the camera stuff, you know? And I'm like, all right, they're about to have a moment, so ah, later. And so I bounced. I went back to my feet, and I was like, you know what? I'll get another chance to do this. But I think this is kind of funny to, to, to be here and then uh, not speak to about it. <laughs> so it wasn't a plan going in just a like i'm just gonna roll with this it's fun i'll see him in san diego they're coming to the con and i'll uh, i'll be at that show that shows in my backyard so <clears throat> i've had to promise since then to say hey to, to a couple of those guys but it'll be cool
3: you just answered i have a follow-up question for you there throwing about the uh, rumor i heard about the match but you just debunked my rumor man um I heard, well, you were saying that the, the VIPs were up in the balcony, you know, and I had heard that Roxy was supposed to be up there, but she couldn't find the stairs.
4: <laughs> well, that's pretty funny because I saw her on the stairs, but she was headed the wrong direction. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, was coming GPS down the stairs, and the little guys the were U-turn, all up the stairs.
3: Her GPS told her to U-turn, and she finally <laughs> took its advice.
4: It was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> her her body told her to go downstairs.
2: Yeah, apparently, it was God, as we learned on Monday. God told her to felt right. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did want to bring up just really quickly. On um, I can't. I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember which one of your channels was posted on. It was one of the collabs. It was uh, the opening title card.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's to me. Yeah. That's okay. David's.
2: So that was the one that didn't get put on. Like they didn't play on Collider Live. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to say now, I think that was awesome. Like, that oh, was think- really yeah. well done. And oh it wow. should be the opening titles. <laughs> yeah, I
3: agree, man. I like it, too. Sean posted it for us in, uh, in the room earlier, and I checked it out immediately. Dude, I like it. Good job.
0: Oh, thank you, guys, so much. That means a lot. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if anybody noticed, but that sick guitar solo is all thrown.
2: <laughs> okay so that was that was that you thrown No, was that a joke that i guess on the
4: said? guitar no yeah no for real uh he oh, sent okay. over the, uh, the audio for the track he's okay like, hey, yep. just like do the whole kind of like intro to uh saturday night live kind of wailing over it and i was like <laughs> okay. do you want a saxophone or do you want a
5: guitar <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, no if i remember if i remember correctly you were like you're like I could put a sax over it, like a meaty sax, or I can wail on guitar, and then you were like, "Man, but I don't know if I could pull off the sax." I was like, "Bro, it's dealer's choice. Just wail. I don't care."
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, no, so it was cool. It was fun.
0: Yeah, that was really fun. I really, I really, I really wanted him to do something throughout the whole uh, audio bit. And you, I remember. I don't know. if You can correct me if I'm wrong. I remember you going like, "You want me to solo over all of this?" And I was like, "Yeah, bro, just go for it." <laughs> It was like, and then he was like, "Can you condense it to thirty seconds?" And then I told him my idea of like I'm making like an SNL style type of card, whereas I announced all the uh, the cast and crew. And he was like, "All right, I'll figure it out." And he did. And I I fucking love that solo, dude. Shreds so hard.
3: Yeah, it, it definitely deserves its uh, its moment of glory on the on the Collider live show, man.
2: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll tweet at the crew and tell them they gotta play this.
1: Yes, <laughs> let's campaign it. Let's just push it out. <laughs> I'm I'm there, man.
0: <laughs> you guys, you guys are more than welcome to uh, a quick little side story, if y'all don't mind. I feel like uh, I feel like there was there was a, one episode. I don't remember what it was, but it was. I feel like it was like a slight call out by uh, Christian, where he's like he was talking about Thrawn, right? He's like, "This is what I like about Thrawn. He never tweets or or sends his his videos or whatever." And I was like, "Is he talking about me?" Like. Uh, and, there, <laughs> and ever since then, I was like, I was like, man, I if I work on something, I want people to see it. But well, I guess I won't tell anybody anymore.
1: Well, yeah, it's the common kind of thing to do. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, unless it, it felt unless weird.
3: Uh, well, this just goes back to Thrawn's punk rock style, dude. He just doesn't give a shit. I'll drop. It, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to drop it, motherfuckers. You just yeah, hide
0: it. no, dude. Like legit, like legit. No joke. Uh, Thrawn Thron is. The, he's the Metallica to my Megadeth. He just dropped shit, and I'm and I'm needy. Dave Mustaine, like, yeah, but look at what I'm doing, dude. Hold on, that's awesome, Agreed. dude. That's um. awesome.
2: So, I actually have a follow up to what you just said, David. Uh, yep. With about being called out by Christian. Mm-hmm. There was there was a good like kind of lengthy area in February when this was all starting where Thrawn was uploading a couple, but and you did clickbait and then you were gone for like maybe two weeks before you came back with Can I Come? And Christian yeah. kept calling you out like almost every show. He'd be like, Where's David B with the next with the next track? So, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Like, was that was that did that drive you at all? Him just continuously attacking your name. <laughs>
0: uh, honestly, I did the clickbait song, and uh. Uh, during that time i wasn't busy like work was so okay i don't know if i i'm just gonna explain it fuck it i'm a full-time musician and uh my main income is like private lessons and stuff and usually my private lessons align with like the school semester for most kids so when the kids are out of school like i'm out of a job technically and then once the kids start coming back like that's when i start getting the ball rolling and for some reason like once 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 december is like done with like christmas gigs and new year's gigs there's like a dead space between january and february where i got like no gigs so i i was just on youtube all the time obviously waiting for gigs to show up and then i saw the (laughs) clickbait rant and that's why i had the time to write it and then as soon as i wrote that i was like oh man that was really fun Suddenly, I got like a couple of gigs I had to work on, so I was like, "Oh, I gotta focus on these." So I literally did not watch Collider until literally that episode where he calls me out, like blatantly calls me out, <laughs> <laughs> where where he's like, where he's like, David, and I put it in, the, I put it in the song. The clip was like, David B's been silent. We have not heard from David B. You one hit wonder, one hit wonder, and I heard that, and I was like, "You mother." <laughs> 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 I was like, I I was like, I'm gonna show you one hit wonder, and that's like when the idea, like, <laughs> the idea of like, can I come came from. Like, I saw that I I didn't see it live, I saw it after after I got off of work. I came home like I'm gonna chill out, I'm gonna watch YouTube, just relax. And I heard that and I was like, man, fuck relaxing. I'm gonna write a song. <laughs> so, but no, the
3: to, thing
0: gonna... oh, sorry, no no no. Uh, so to answer your question, like, no, I didn't hear all the days he called me out i just i just heard the one day where he like legit called me out.
2: okay mhm yeah go and
5: ahead I, ask your
3: questions i was just going to throw in there that um, one thing i like about both of you guys is that um david you you uh you do more original stuff original lyrics and whatnot. not and you do songs where you're using clips and 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 stuff like that and it's great because you guys can both do a song about the same thing and they're completely different and they're both just awesome. And I like that flavor, that different flavor that, that you guys both bring to the table. Oh, right
0: on. Yeah, thanks, man. That's really nice of you. I mean, how else do you take a compliment besides being like, bro. Bro. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. Bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. Dude. Bro.
1: Dude. Dude. Bro. Dude. Dude bro. So, so get into more of the Collider Live... Atmosphere here, just the you know, as our fandom here, we love Collider Live. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What is your favorite Collider Live soundbite they play on air? Oh man, favorite Collider Live soundbite.
0: Uh, my my new favorite one, legit, is is Christian going win a fish here. <laughs> that's, that's my new favorite one for sure. Uh I... <sighs> but prior to that, I have to think, Theron. If you have an answer, go for that's it. Good.
4: Yeah, I, it, it's rough. You know, it, it's... Honestly, I think it depends on how uh, Cody uses them. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. Um, you know, you're going to get that
3: wah-wah-wah-wah every time Christian <laughs>
4: doesn't watch the thing. Now, it's been, like, you know, all week It's <laughs> it's been that. Um, but that's, it's always... A, it's a classic funny sound, you know what I mean? Like, every time something doesn't land right, you get that thing. But uh, honestly, it's... I, I kind of like those conversations Christian has with, yeah, <laughs> you oh, yeah, know, thanks. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those, those are always pretty fun. Um, uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it's the, the wit behind them. So if he, okay. if Cody like lines up and just hits one right on perfect cue, I'm like, yeah, that's great. But there's other times he'll use the exact same clip and I'm like, you uh, uh, might've picked a different one that
5: time. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's 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 how you use the clips, I guess. And for the most part, Cody for me tends to be a hit. Um, but yeah, anytime anytime he does something like that, the crew doesn't get. But I'm like, oh, I get it. I'm part of that generation. Like when he plays like like when he played Yu Gi Oh, and I was like, that's Yu Gi Oh, and everyone was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> or when he or when he plays Pokemon or stuff like that, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Cody's Cody's my age. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: really I really want an episode where it's just. It's just Cody talking from the booth. <laughs> the uh, of it. I don't know
0: I don't this doesn't count technically as a, as a sound clip but my favorite part my and I mean this my absolute favorite part is when they start talking about the bachelor and they hard cut to the <laughs> okay. booth and they're just doing something random like they're like like there's one part where like Cody's teaching Alex how to tie shoes and <laughs> and they're they're playing rock paper scissors and and like Alex gives Cody a gift that's like a power yeah. strip and he's yeah. angry <laughs>
2: I, lo- I, I love that part so much.
4: Yeah, the clowns in the back are great.
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, following up on that, what are your guys' takes on Bachelor Talk?
4: Oh, uh, I don't even watch enough? broadcast TV at all. Like, Same. You know, like, I watch Netflix and YouTube. Um, reality TV hasn't really done a whole lot for me in a super long time, so... I, I don't I don't watch The Bachelor. The closest thing I ever did to come to close to even like remotely thinking about uh dreaming about watching The Bachelor was that uh, they made such a big deal about that dude jumping over the <laughs> 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 And so <laughs> I literally, I was, like, going to Best Buy to pick up a movie or something. And so I had stopped the car, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go look up this clip of this dude jumping over the fence. And honestly, <laughs> the, the, way, the way that you described the dude jumping over the fence, I was expecting this, like, one-hand hop with, like, yeah. you know, the craziest thing you'd ever seen straight out of, like, an Avengers movie. That's literally what they said. But, yeah, an
2: I, like,
4: I got a, I got a 50-50 chance of making it over a fence like that guy did. <laughs>
2: So do you guys like do you tune out when they do the the bachelor talk because for me the background knowledge that christian has with it is what kind of keeps me tuned into it when he talks about what he knows about the production standpoint of it yeah but when they I just u- talk about the show it's like
0: i used to tune out until the uh cody and alex uh yeah. segments like okay. like like before i would just be like oh this is a part of the show i don't care about and i would just like do something else until I started realizing, like, oh, Cody's cutting hard to the booth. I got to watch now. Like, legit, that's the only thing that kept me, like, paying attention to the show is them just hard-cutting to themselves doing something ridiculous. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't I didn't really care for it. The only time I turn on my TV is either to watch, watch baseball, soccer, or wrestling. Okay.
4: We're which, talking about wrestling
0: which, again? Which is, I was about to say, wrestling is Thrawn's favorite subject.
3: Well, well... <laughs> Before we get into wrestling, I've got a follow up also on the Bachelor. I wanted to ask you guys yeah. uh, on the Bachelor talk. No, I don't care about the fucking show. Um, I don't know uh, if here does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this week uh, they had Steve uh, Ranazisti's show, and I wanted to. I oh. want to hear from you guys. Oh, who Christ. do you think
0: won the bet? Oh my god, Christian or Steve? Fucking Christian. The bet was who the winner is. Are you kidding me? It's yep. The bet wasn't is she going to go and then come back? Or if she, the bet was who's going to be the last one standing. They didn't specify any of the rules. The bet was, who's the last one standing. And it made me so mad that he kept ranting about like, but I didn't know the rules and blah, blah, blah. I was like, and, and it, what made me even more mad, what made me even more upset was how he kept saying, like, I figured the thing out. And then once I feel like I figured it out, which I do, I figure it out. Then I bet on it. It's like, well, you clearly didn't figure this thing out. So just admit that you fucking lost and pay the man his hundred dollars. Like, like, where's like, just be a man about it. Like I was so I was with Roxy 1000%. I was like, yeah, you lost, bro. Just get over it. Stop attacking my girl. Like you lost. Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, what else is there to say? You lost. I don't know.
3: I've got, a, I've got a counter to that, but uh, Thrawn, what do you think? Well,
4: the only legs that that dude had to stand on would be the original conversation they had. If we could like magically clue into that conversation and hear exactly the terms of the bet and then be like, oh, okay, I guess the terms of the bet do say, sure, maybe you have a chance that you didn't lose. But from everything we've heard on the show, and, and he did a piss poor job of defending himself (laughs) um
2: (laughs) it was very funny though
4: yeah Yeah. it was not it wasn't bad it was just you know if you know that's the only possible way he could have legs to stand on is if like the actual conversation didn't go the way that the conversation on the show went you know what i mean but as far as everything that we that we've heard um dude that's christian's
3: money pay him up
5: yeah (laughs) yeah
3: well let me give you guys my take on it here real quick if you don't mind um This is, Thrawn, you you hit on what I thought. And these are my exact notes that I wrote down in the moment. And uh, because according to each one of them, the, the wording of the bet was two completely different things. Steve's wording was, who is going to win the Bachelor? By those standards, Christian lost. Because she didn't win because it's called the Bachelor. Therefore, the point is for the girl to get engaged, and they're not engaged. That would make Christian the loser. But if the question, if the bet was who will be the last one standing, obviously that would be Christian. So it goes back to what you said, Thron. It depends on the wording. But if it was indeed who was going to win the bachelor, my stance would be the point is to get engaged, and that didn't happen, therefore Christian lost.
0: But then yeah, that goes, that's,
3: that's the real ticket though. Like what well, that, what was the actual wording?
0: Yeah, and then that goes back to the argument of like what's the rules? Like what are the general rules? What does it mean to win? What does it mean to lose? What does it mean to be eliminated? What does it mean to, to win the bachelor, quote unquote? And at the end of the day, like if again, like Flan said, unless we can actually go back in time and then be in that room and then make that bet. He even said on the show. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he even said on the show the bet was who is the last one standing, and that's the bet. And the guy lost the bet. So I mean, that's yeah. He didn't refute
4: that either. Like he didn't say no. That's not
3: what we said. You know what I mean? Like it
0: wasn't.
4: Yeah, that's one thing.
0: He
3: said both of them. Steve did it. The first thing he said was that it was who's going to win the bet. Then later he actually said. Who will be the last one standing? And that's I was like, dude, you got to be clear because up till then I was one hundred percent on your side, but but then it goes back to and we got to know the specific wording of the bet. Yeah. But anyway, I could I could go on about this one and debate <laughs> this one for an hour. You always do, babe. Actually,
4: a bachelor fan on the on the rules, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm punching my nose right now because I'm not it. <laughs>
5: we gotta find it out
2: first. Uh,
0: Guys, the moral of the story is don't gamble.
2: Just <laughs> do <it. laughs> the more you know, I feel like every time they've made a bet, it's always come down to a fight with between them
1: over who gets right? The
4: money. Right. I was just Fair thinking, that. Like, from now on, you guys need to write down the exact terms of the bet so that Bro. there's none of this none of this nonsense going on.
0: <laughs> Get a I, I mediator like, or a lawyer to like. like Mock up a contract and shit with clauses. <laughs> <laughs> I think they
2: do the bets on Steve's podcast too, so one of them could just you know listen back to it. That's very true. Yeah. That's the I thing,
0: don't... though. did Did they make the bet on that podcast specifically? Because I, I think if they that's because if that's the case, then why are we even having this argument? Then like because the other should wanna, be... They
2: both don't want to go back and look at it because they're both like they don't care enough, I guess.
1: Alright. We look we looking at the tape. We're fucked up
2: (laughs) Like Christian's thing the entire time for both bets has been my fans will go look through the tapes. I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: a lazy shit, that's why.
0: (laughs) This is this is why we have replays in sports.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
0: This is fucking yeah. dumb. This is, even even fucking FIFA started implementing replays, but at the referee's discretion, but anyways, I digress.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. More Collider Live talk. Uh, what's your favorite moment from Collider Live so far?
5: <laughs>
1: I know it's a you know, loaded question.
5: question. You know,
1: just yeah, the... it is a loaded question. There's a lot of moments, <laughs> but there's got to be that one moment you like from Collider Live that's like, oh, I oh, have dear. a lot
0: of I have a lot of favorite moments, but but the one that popped up right now was Mark Riley getting mad about being called out for his long nails. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this was a <laughs> fucking big, big deal. deal.
2: Magic tomorrow's getting <laughs> a fucking <talking> sequel.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which like I I personally get because sometimes like I grow up my nails to play like classical guitar, and yeah. I and I have two I have two younger sisters too, and then like I occasionally like like my cousins and stuff, they'll point out like, why do you have long nails? Aren't you a die?" And it's like, shut up.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna scratch you with these nails if you don't shut up. You know? Wait, I, have, I have long
0: nails to poke your eyes out if you keep talking to me. That's shit.
5: That's
1: well, Root over here, jeez.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was sarcasm. What's that? <laughs> that's, that's the right answer.
2: So what about you, Thron? Can you think of a... Can you uh, narrow it down at all?
4: Oh, man. Um, To be quite honest, it's a dumb song to a lot of those episodes I'm kind of partial to. You know what I mean? They're the ones that kind of like, hey, you should do something about this. Um, Right. I really did dig the conversation they were having one day, and uh, (laughs) the only day I've ever actually tried to call into the show, um, Mm -hmm. and it didn't pan out because you get that busy tone like it's crazy. Um... They were talking about how uh, it was kind of like the you know the trolls on the internet, and you know, a lot of people saying a lot of terrible things to people. And uh, you yeah. know, Roxy gave an example of some dude who is, you know being totally abusive, and then like, hey, wish me happy birthday, like yeah. the next day or whatever. Mm. Um, and I think they actually mentioned uh, David, B and myself on that show. They were just talking about. Yes. Uh, I think Brett was kind of focusing on like, well, we kind of gravitate towards the negative, and then the counterpoint was kind of like. Well, if you look at Thorn and David B, those guys, you know, they get a lot more attention than all the, you know, whatever else. Um, I I, I like that talk. It was a heavy, it was a heavy moment posted on uh, the Facebook group about it that day. It was just, uh, I I like that, that human, it's super like, you know, boiled down to it's like, you know, (laughs) don't be a dick kind (laughs) of, you know, that's kind of the point of the story. Um, I do like that moment a lot, but it's it was. I'm not gonna ever say that was an entertaining one. You know, it was, it was right. heavy. Right. And then I, I do kind of like the the whole uh, Josh McCouga doing the whole. You know, why don't we strive to be better people? He oh, like, yeah. wanted to leave oh, in the show God. that day. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> like, that,
2: was, okay. that was that
4: was a, that was a crazy one to listen to too. And like, I don't particularly want to say it was entertaining. But I did learn a lot about uh, that the whole crew that day. You know, yeah. like yeah. He, he walked out, and the rest of the show was kind of like a recovery session. You know, it yeah. was just like, man, what do we do in the vibe? I, I want to say it was a short show that day, honestly. Yeah, it was.
3: It was, yeah. it was about yeah. 35, 40 minutes short. And so here I am saying
4: I don't like reality.
1: Here I am. <laughs> the it's the closest <laughs> thing to reality for us.
0: All right, yeah. this is you guys have to explain to, or not explain to me but tell me what episode that was because i did not see that episode of oh. josh walking out
4: it's on the facebook group on sort of recently somebody asked about it i don't i couldn't i think it's 59 honestly with my elephant memory i think it's uh, episode 59.
2: it's the one where they're talking yep 59 you had it right on the back uh, right on it
4: Ooh. ghostbuster
2: gets another sequel slash reboot slash what is it collide alive number 59. Okay. damn yeah, uh,
3: I and know. I mean, in in that that episode, man, you won't have to go into it far. It went off the rails in about ten minutes.
2: It was wow. about that Gillette ad that came out.
3: Yeah, yes, oh, that's right. Oh my god,
1: Dude,
0: that well, was where
1: the
3: that was where the infamous uh, "suck my pussy" from Brett came yeah. from. <laughs>
0: yeah, you uh, guys <laughs> I I yeah.
4: fell in love no. with Brett that day. Oh, <laughs> Brett! Brett. So
0: wow, I have to go back and watch that, but to to talk about the first point that theron said because i did watch that episode i really liked i really liked that stuff too where they get really real um but i also felt like that conversation like they did they did mention us luckily but at the same time too i've you guys give me your opinions. i'm actually interested to hear everyone's opinion on it i feel like the reason we got called out is because we went a little above and beyond besides just nice compliments you know what I mean like oh I love the show and commenting on the chat or commenting into Facebook because I I personally I personally feel sometimes that that they do lean towards more than negativity and it's like not even like negativity that goes hard out of the way to be negative it's like a comment on Twitter or a comment yeah. on Instagram whereas like if you go through those same comments you'll get like nice comments but I I personally when I tune in I never really hear them talk about like nice comments as much as i hear about the guy who was an asshole or like the roxy example or stuff like that yeah. and, and like yeah they did mention this but i really feel that's because me and thron really did go like above and beyond to really show our appreciation for the show which we wanted to do obviously but i uh, i mentioned this i think i mentioned this to thron it's like sometimes i wish that they would just lean away towards it not highlight it so much like i understand the importance of being like we have to talk about it because it's a thing and if we just ignore it it's like it's like we're complacent in it which i kind of get but at the same time i feel like sometimes they spend a little too much time just like talking about it and venting about it on the show where it's like yeah. where it's like I un- i understand why you're mentioning it but at the same time like you're kind of giving to me it's like you're kind of giving credence to these comments because like you're talking about it so much like 20 30 minutes of the show just about like look at this guy in this comment and that guy in that comment and it's like you're kind of un- subconsciously or unconsciously i don't know what the word is but you're kind of like giving motivation for these guys like well if i tweet this person this like really nasty comment i might get mentioned on the show
2: now you know what i mean this moron and- on twitter you know got I take think- on I yeah yeah I-, I feel like once an episode harloff goes this moron on twitter
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Riley says something
2: about it, or somebody. I I have to. I do. I agree with what you just said and what Brett was saying on the show. That episode. Um, yeah. to so bring it back yeah, to a completely no. lighter. So, oh no, sorry. Go ahead, Theron. You're good. Oh yeah.
4: No, I was just gonna say. Um, on the other on the other side of that coin, uh, dude was a comedian for years. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, true. Yeah, true. Uh, it gives him the. Uh, it gives him the go ahead to like. Yeah, that troll voice that he uses you know yeah. when he, you know
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: it, it's, and you can tell he's having a good time kind of making fun of things like that like I yeah. totally agree with you I'm, I'm kind of in that camp where like if you don't glorify the trolls then you know hopefully we'll kind of shut up but at the same time like if that didn't happen we wouldn't have gotten that 69th episode with the clickbait songs and things like that you know yeah, it
5: was, it was yeah.
4: pretty much based on things like that so half of it you kind of take with a grain of comedy it's just like yeah, that's what he's listening to, and that's what he sees, that's what he reads, and so he'll respond to it, and it'll give him a chance to, to get a bit going.
0: I mean, I, I'm i not saying, like, completely not talk about it, but there's moments, like, where I feel like, uh oh, you guys are, like, highlighting this way too much now, like, you know what I mean? That's just, I know it's, like, personal opinion, I agree with Thrawn it's like we wouldn't have gotten like we obviously wouldn't have gotten the inspiration to write the clickbait song and all this other stuff it wasn't for the trolls obviously like literally my song about clickbait is about trolls complaining about them being disney or dc shills or whatever but at the same time like i do feel like like there's like a fine line sometimes that you kind of have to walk where it's like mention it but don't over highlight it if that makes sense i
4: know that happens yeah. too i see i've heard uh roxy bring up something lame somebody said to her like
5: the night
4: before and just like I don't know going down that rabbit hole right now, you know (laughs)
5: like Yeah.
4: (laughs) It is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean and again I'm not I'm not in any of those people's shoes. Like I just wrote a couple of silly songs and stuff and for the most part I'm very thankful that I've I've had nothing but positive comments come out from writing these songs. So I I obviously do not know the situation, and and maybe if I was in that situation, I would feel differently. Obviously, but uh, I mean, I can only feel the way I feel, and I can only know what I know. So,
2: if you'd like, we can fix that.
0: Uh, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> can you, you got... guys go on my YouTube videos right now and just leave the nastiest of comments?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll do those like ten minute email things to just keep making more and more YouTube accounts.
0: Uh, oh, thanks,
2: dude. But uh, just to bring it to a a bit of a lighter thing real quick, um, Mm -hmm. I always, whenever we're talking about favorite bits, I always have to bring up mine because I feel like people have forgotten about it and it's a travesty. Uh, Roxy's saying that she'd eat a person. (laughs) Honestly,
4: I'm going to tell you, I looked for that clip to put in the collab song I did with David B. I was trying to find it and uh, I I couldn't. I didn't know I couldn't remember when it happened, and I, I just never wound up coming across it. There's only so much time you can sift through these two-hour shows to try to find clips. I can link yeah. so
2: yeah. it to you. I, it. I listen to it once a day. It's it's so funny. <laughs> I I can link it to you later. Uh, they clipped right. it out on the podcast channel, um, but I guess that was like something that happened uh, pretty early on. So I guess that's also why people haven't talked about it that much. But listening to it was like, what the hell is she talking yeah. about?
0: <laughs> awesome. Dude, Ro- Roxy is the most fascinating individual on that show. Oh,
1: yeah. She really is. Just yeah.
0: like like legit. Like, well, like with Harloff and like Riley and even Josh, you, you have an idea of who they are as like people. You get their essence. And then you think you know what Roxy is. And then she does something like that. And you're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> so <laughs> you listen to
2: her one-on-one with Christian? That's
4: that's why trying- I decided to keep watching the show. Honestly, like I was having a hard time. Fi- like, like I said, I like the Star Wars stuff, the Jedi Council, yeah. the Riddle the- too. But I watched live once, and I was like oh, dude, I don't think I like any of these people. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> well, you're never going to the showdown again, <laughs> right? But unless, like,
0: unless he buys a ticket, he's definitely going.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, but then uh, he, they have that that uh, one-on-one, the Christian Harlow series, and I watched the Roxy one, and I'm like, man, this girl has a straight tail around about her. Yeah, seriously. Life.
5: Yeah. She came
4: from, from certain kind of parents and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Like, a snapshot is not what you need to form your opinion on about this girl. And then uh, even Roka, too. Every now and then Roka is just kind of, when I first started watching, I was I don't know how I feel about this guy. Like, And the way he talks, it comes off like he's reading off of a teleprompter all the time. But he's not. He's just got yeah. that brain that's just constantly going in his mouth. It's pretty good at translating. But I watched the one on one with him too, and I was like, All right, dude has a story. Like yeah. all right, and that was enough for me to be like, dude, all these people have stories. So even though like I listened to the that episode fifty nine and I was like, Man, this Makubik guy, he's kinda he's he's uh he needs to toughen up a little bit, like um
1: the mild this pay-
4: Yeah, exactly. Like just paying attention <laughs> to things that are going on and What he's trying to do with his own career, you know, like, all right, all these people come from a certain place. And, you know, it's they're more than they are just on the show, you know. So Mm -hmm. that's finally like I I got I gave him that chance to to just kind of be who they were after knowing some of that background information after those interviews. And Christian during the interview, uh, he's decent. You know, he's not (laughs) he's not who I thought he was watching Collider Live. You know, I didn't know the whole story behind who owns what, who's the producer of what. You know what I mean? I didn't know any of that stuff, but um, yeah, I had Christian pegged all wrong from the get go, too. And just I now I get it. You know, you spend enough time with these people, and you're like, oh, huh, okay, I do get it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I dig them. They're cool.
2: I think the moral of that is Christian, bring back one on one. I know you're busy, but bring it back.
4: Uh... <laughs> oh, right. Although I'm stoked if they do go through with that, uh, the reverse one on one, Roxy's going to interview Christian. They were talking about maybe doing it during the uh, while they're all at the Star Wars celebration, and so mm. maybe on that Friday we'll get that. If they get that going, that'll be pretty sweet. That would oh, be. I yeah.
3: want
2: it so bad.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for that for a long
0: time.
2: Mike Wade, what do you guys got?
0: Did you Did you guys all watch that Us movie by Jordan
2: Peele? Oh. Not yet.
0: Have
1: you? Yeah.
2: Have you seen Us?
0: Yeah, I saw it last night.
2: All right, what would you think of it? Without spoilers cuz I'm very excited about it.
0: Uh I personally really loved it just because okay. um it's it's a horror film. It has horrific elements in it. But w- what captivated me was like the story and the symbolism behind everything. It's definitely not in the same vein as Get Out, whereas like yeah. I feel like Get Out's a very like uh, to me it felt pretty straightforward like this is what he's saying about how society views like race relationships and stuff like that. And like how he told through a horrific element, this one feels a little bit more ambiguous where he's kind of, he lays a lot of answers at your feet. but At the same time, a lot of it is still left unanswered. So you kind of have to figure it out for yourself. Like, what does it mean? Where does it all lead to? Why is this all happening? And, um, there's, there's a couple of elements where you, you can kind of tell where it's going to go, but I feel like that's not the point. The point is to make you question, like, what does it mean personally for you? And that's the reason why I really love that film a lot. And it's, it's, it's Jordan Peele, man. It has it has a lot of great writing. It has, it has wit. It has humor. It has some really horrifying situations, not even horrifying imagery per much, like, per se. Like, it's, it gets bloody at times, sure, but it's nothing ever like grotesque. If anything, like the, the horror you get is from the situation and like just how the family interacts with each other and how they interact with the uh, situation. And I personally loved it. Do I love it more than Get Out? Uh, Probably not, but it's pretty damn close in my opinion. I definitely recommend go watching it for sure.
2: Okay, so, you you know, obviously you said there's some horrific stuff in it. Did you see uh, the first of the new It movies?
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw the first one, yeah, okay. for sure.
2: So, I spent all of that movie with my sweatshirt pulled up so that only my eyes were not covered. <laughs> you will, up, I bro. Able to, like, will I be able to handle uh, um, Us?
5: Oh, that's,
0: that's a good question. Because I feel like It, the horror in It, I feel is completely different from the horror in Us. Whereas like yeah, Yeah, the horror the horror in us comes from like tension. It's all about tension, and then and then he never really feeds into Jordan Peele never really feeds into the tropes of horror per se. Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, And but then there's moments where he does, and because he's he's kind of like conditioned you to not expect it. Suddenly, you find yourself in a spot where you're not expecting it, and then something happens. You're like, "Damn it, he got me!" Whereas, yeah. like with it, with it is very—it's a really good horror film, obviously, but it's also very tropey. There's a lot of yes. stingers in that. There's a lot of jump scares in that. But at the same time, it's like they're two completely different types of horror films, yeah. telling two complete types of stories. So, but yeah. that being said, I definitely—if you were scared for it because of the jump scares and like the horror imagery, you can definitely handle us. Because I All feel right. like. I feel like it was a little bit more grotesque and it's it just was it's, pretty bloody. Yeah. Especially and then like
2: that bathroom scene.
0: Oh yes. with the, Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. And then, and then the, uh, the, uh, God, when they, when they first get to the house for the first time, that yeah. old dude outside, what's that disease called, man? I'm blanking so hard. He was it's, a
5: leopard. There you go. I was about yeah. to say that old, that old Leopardy. Testament disease.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it it yeah I think I don't think it's as as that's it's as violent as it, but it's i i find it a little bit more horrifying just purely based on the situation and like the message that I personally got from it so it really depends on you and what you take into it
2: well, that's the kind of horror that I like more the way you're described so i Suspense. I'm very excited to see it
0: i to- i totally recommend it dude. I love that film so much okay. again it's I don't like it more than get out but man they're like it's not to say that it's like a weak uh, sophomore uh, film for him. It's a strong film. It's just like, for me personally, Get Out was a little bit stronger just because that message is so original. You know, in my
3: uh-huh. opinion. Uh, since we're on the topic of movies, uh, yeah. well, unless you guys still had more to say about us and all that.
0: I mean, that, that's pretty uh, much my my review of it.
3: Hold <laughs> on, yeah,
4: It's a uh, it's a it's a movie with male lead
5: seen
2: that movie oh. before <laughs> <laughs> oh, Th- thrones got jokes, thrones got jokes.
3: Um, <laughs> well, well no i just uh, i wanted to ask uh i mean you guys are you guys are musicians you're into music and all that and there's been a lot of uh of talk about the dirt this week on collider live um, Mike and Sean and I are going to dive into that more on this week's episode. But you guys are here, I'd like to know if you guys have seen it and what you think of it. Wait, did I did watch
4: it. the dirt. I watched the dirt. Um, I watched it that uh, the day it dropped. Um, yeah, I'm man. not going to say I'm the hugest Motley Crue fan. Uh, to be honest, yes. Motley Crue and the dirt's the reason I decided to go with the whole kind of '80s metal theme on that collab we did. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. But uh, the movie itself. I don't have opinions about Motley Crue, like that Dr. Feel Good album, like who doesn't have a good time when it's on, you know, like it's it's cool. But as far as all the, the rock and roll antics involved, it's it's everything you ever heard about every single one of those bands. But I feel like I, I almost felt like half of it was watching like kind of a drama documentary and the other half was like watching uh,
1: half a jackass movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good description that's a
0: really that's, a good that's, probably, analogy. Why, that's probably why i loved it so much because i love those jackass films
4: i was more of a cky fan like. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i saw it i saw it the day of the day of two when it dropped and uh for me personally i was like man i wish this is what bohemian rhapsody was just a little more leaning into, like, like the debauchery of, like, what right. it means to be a rock star at that time. But at the same time, I also wish the film... It's a critique the guys had on Collider Live. Like, I wish it leaned a little bit into more, like, the Bohemian Rhapsody route, where they talked about the formation of the songs and how the song came out. I think they only literally talk about, like, they legit talk about or show how, like, one song... I think it was Livewire. They talk about how Livewire yeah. came into being. Uh, and, then, and then I think... And unless you know the band, you don't know that's what they're doing, but there's like a short clip or a short scene where like, Oh, they're writing um, home sweet home. But unless you're like really into the band, you have no idea that's what they're doing. So it's like, it's like, I get it. Like they're, they were, they were infamous and famous because of like the debauchery and just like the, the, the ridiculous amount of drugs and promiscuity or whatever, which I get. And it was, it was hilarious watching. And, and I personally don't agree with critics that think, like, oh, they're glorifying what they did. Like, I thought all the dudes were fucking assholes, and I hated them, but <laughs> yeah. it was just hilarious to watch. Um, But, yeah, I wish they leaned more into the actual musicality of it. Like, but, I mean, it, it made me interested in Motley Crue. Like, immediately after I watched The Dirt, I went on YouTube and looked up, like, they did, like, a uh, something for Google Play where they talked about their records, and they talked about, like, the making of the music and i was like okay this is cool and all but i wish they would have implemented that more into the movie as as well instead of just being like this is just pure debauchery and then like the slight redemption in like the third act or whatever
4: have you guys read the book No. No, no, no yeah i haven't i haven't read the dirt but i did read that the book was from each one of the band members kind of point of view Mm-hmm. So I imagine that was kind of a daunting task to be able to put together a movie based on a book that has all those different viewpoints. You know what I mean? Like whose point of view did they take on which segment of the movie? You know what I mean?
0: I personally – the movie does that though, right? Like there's moments where like <clears throat> you'll have like like uh, Tommy Lee's voiceover and then you'll have make bars like that's not how it went down. This is how it went down. And like, yep. and, and it's like the stories are similar but at the end of the day you don't really know. And, it, and I like that about the film because you realize like because the guys don't really know because they were so fucked up during that time. They can't even really recall what happened. So it's like, oh, maybe this is what happened. Maybe this isn't what it's happened. And there's certain moments where all of them go like, this is what happened. You know what I mean? And I kind of like I kind of like the film for that. It, it kind of strays away from being like a standard biopic in that. Th- the, the the narrator is all of them and they're all unreliable because they all saw it through different lenses and I really like that breaking of the fourth wall aspect of it. So who did
4: you think they were take like I don't know if you guys know who's seen who's not, and so I won't be too specific, but on the bus scene, and I kinda of mentioned it on the show too. Um ooh,
5: who, it's, who it's, who's it's,
4: tape do you think they had the bus scene uh from?
0: Ooh, who's I think that? The bus the busting scene with the uh with his with his uh fiance, right? That bus scene? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. What was your question
4: though? I'm sorry. I didn't quite hear it. Oh. oh, whose take? Like whose whose point
3: of view was the bus scene written from? That's interesting, and just off the top of my head, I would say Tommy Lee just based on the way in the movie he he reacted after he hit her, he was upset. Oh, and I'm sorry. I just spoiled that bit for you guys. <laughs> 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 but, I was like,
5: yeah, but I mean, don't, don't care. But I mean,
3: he—he he w- It's known he was abusive. But I mean, right. but based on yeah. how he acted, he acted really upset after that. So I would assume probably that was Tommy's viewpoint on that.
0: That makes sense. I—I I, I was originally going to say Nikki Six, but based on how Wade described it, like the immediate remorse of after the fact, I would think maybe Tommy. That's probably Tommy's uh, perspective as well. That makes more sense to me now.
4: Yeah, I was just
2: wondering.
0: Yeah, that movie is. Yeah, I sorry about it. I spoilers.
2: It. <laughs> it's okay. So if you liked it, David, because it went more into the like the the controversy and stuff than Bohemian Rhapsody did, then I'll definitely like it. Because that was my big problem with Bohemian Rhapsody is I wanted a big, like, in-depth Freddie Mercury movie. And I felt yeah. like I kind of got half of that, and the uh, other half yeah. was like, "Look how great we were. We were queen." It's like, "Yeah, I know you were great. I want to know more about yeah, Freddie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I
0: want to I want to see how the how the uh, the wires and the bolts and everything kind of rotated to make the band great. Like, I know you're great, just based on the fact that there's a movie made about you. I know you're fucking great. You don't have to yeah. explain <laughs> to me why you're so great. Like, I get it, but why? What got you to that greatness? You know what I mean? Yeah." and like and like the problem i have with bohemian rhapsody is like it's so like for me personally it was like a superficial level where it's like we got little skip like little like just little like morsels little crusts of like oh there was drugs at the party but look away look at this cool thing over yeah. here whoa it was just like no go back to the to the drugs and like yeah the, the male orgies and like him being abused by other people like that's what made freddie mercury fader mercury That's a that's what like made him who he was. And unfortunately, ultimately at the end kind of ended him, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all that debauchery had a consequence to it and it's, and I wanted, and, and it just, uh, I never really got there for me, <laughs> which is, which is so disappointing. Cause Rami Malek, he was Freddie Mercury in he that was film. So good. Uh-huh.
5: So good. He was
0: so great. And even the other guys too, like, oh, that's definitely like Brian Singer. Like he's so weird. And it just ah, uh, it it just missed it missed the mark for me, so. Did you mean uh, Brian
4: May? Brian May, yes. Yeah, Brian
0: May. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Brian. <laughs> it's King. like Brian Singer. Oh, I don't know if we <laughs> want to talk about him.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh boy.
0: No, if we talk about him, the only thing I could say is he's a
2: piece of shit uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, That motherfucker.
2: Normally, uh, I would uh, I would let a. Uh, a- Flip of, the t- flip of the tongue passed, but I was like, oh, I don't want him to come on the podcast and be like, that Brian Singer guy sure was cool. <laughs> like, no, 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 thank you uh, for the best part me. of the movie. Get, 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 oh, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> Brian
0: Singer, what a guy.
2: You got a great That's voice. A-
0: yeah, okay. no, it's because it's cause he directed the film. And I, yeah, yeah, no,
2: I, I yeah. totally understand where it came from. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, God,
0: I don't want that sound clip getting out there.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: God, yeah.
0: David B. <laughs> da- David B. from Collider Live, like, no one gives a shit. Who cares? <laughs>
1: there goes your career, bro.
5: <laughs> Look, I'm trying to help you Next time I let you go down, and
1: play. David B. was on Afterlife. He said this. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, it's you're afterlife. right, Flashman.
5: <laughs> yeah
0: oh i'm gonna get a clickbait title now david B, a brian singer fan i'm gonna
2: make that
1: <laughs> okay so uh wade and sean do you guys got any uh other questions relating to them mostly
2: i had one more question for you guys and this is going back a bit and uh so when you when we were when everything was starting out you guys were starting to make yours and i was actually i was thinking about this a couple of seconds ago or a couple minutes ago when i looked up what that um that first song when it came out i was thinking yeah you guys must have started back in like november right it was in february so my mm. sense of time is completely off but when you guys were starting out did you guys like was there ever any moments where you'd listen to somebody else one of the other like thorn you'd listen to david's song or david you'd listen to thrawn's song and you'd be like damn it you got there first
4: oh not really like I, I did mine super fast, you know, so, like, yeah. it, it, like I, I finished it, and I uh, I tweeted it out to Christian. Uh, he sent me a message right away saying, oh, I love it, I'm great, I want to put it on the show, but can you do a version with uh, louder bits so we can hear the bits better? I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem, you know, so I remixed it a little bit, and I re-uploaded it, and... I, I kind of didn't think about it until I remembered on Monday. I was like, "Oh, he said he wanted to play the song. I, I should probably check it out," you know. And then uh-huh. there was the four other song or the three other songs that that they played, and I was like, "All right, cool. Other people, you know, did it too." And uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't really think too much about it.
2: So it wasn't as competitive as Christian was trying to make it out.
4: Oh no, dude, not at all. Uh, like no. I, I heard, I heard. No. Well, as far as I'm concerned, but because he uh. He, he said, uh, it kind of took me by surprise, I think it was on the uh, the episode that David lifted the, uh, the Can I Come song uh, intro from, where he was talking about, uh, you know, where's David B, where's he been, you know, strong, yeah. blah, 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 three songs, and, and in my head, I'm just, you know, it doesn't, like you heard, it, it, I guess it takes David quite a while to do these things. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just cracking jokes, you know. And and yeah. to me, jokes are mostly about timing. You know what I mean? So timing's uh-huh. gotta be spot on. Otherwise, you know, if I would have put out the Roscompoio thing like four days after they did it, I'm like, what? Why are these guys doing things from four days ago? You know, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> being able to do it quick is. is all right, cool. Well, if they're going to play my stuff on the air, I might as well make some more stuff. But I didn't really think too much about the other stuff. I was stoked on Alex, though, because um, they were mentioning that he was a musician, but they didn't say a whole lot about anything else he'd done. So I wound up following him on Twitter. And uh, uh dude is good. I like his songs yeah. a lot, you know? I'm, I'm more of a metal guy, and that's not what Alex does. No. But uh, just right. knowing that it's him and that there's somebody in that crew that's doing other creative things, like... In my head, creativity kind of breeds creativity, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. I like this whole thing because of that, you know. He he issued that challenge, and I've touched my guitar more in the last month than I had in the last six months, you know. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, that's where it comes from. It's just like, yeah, dude, uh, keep on doing stuff. I try to encourage people on that Facebook group, hey, man, I see you Mm -hmm. got a picture with a guitar. Where's your song at? Let's go,
2: you know. (laughs) So it's a very friendly atmosphere in your guys' little Collider fan music.
0: Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Like when I wrote, when I wrote my clickbait song, I just did it cause I thought it'd be fun. I didn't, I honestly didn't think anybody else was going to do it. And I was actually surprised that up until that point, no one's written a song for any other bit at all up until clickbait. So, I mean, I didn't like no offense, but I didn't even know Thrawn was like a thing until like I heard his clickbait song and um, yeah. And like, and like, yeah, again, I'm the opposite of Thrawn where he's, he's really quick. To, like make a song about a show like the day of i like the songs that i've written that are quote unquote the hits right like they're jokes that are have like permeated through the show like the whole like people complain that's clickbait like it's not the first time they mentioned trolls mentioning that they're yeah. using clickbait and stuff or like roxy mentioning that she's like directionally impaired it's not the first time <laughs> and even even after that they still keep talking about that like i think they did something about it like but oh, this week, right, was the week where she's like, the GPS told me to go right, but my body yeah, said. Yeah, that was
2: last. Monday. Yeah, yeah, that was Monday. That was really yeah. cute so that,
0: That's like that's like a joke. It's like jokes that still keep permeating. So it's like the songs I wrote, and because it does take me so long, like I kind of have to latch on to something that it's like, like it'll last, because I'm not as quick as Thrawn. I'll I'll happily admit that Quans, uh, Quans Thron's a quick motherfucker. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's no competition in like, when Christian was like trying to be like. Oh, David Beats Eminem and Thrawn's Machine Gun Kelly. I was like, I, was like,
4: <laughs> I just don't I happen was, to like MGK. That's all. Yeah, I was. I was just
0: like, I was like, I'm more of a Spitfire guy. I'm not. I'm uh, not Eminem.
5: I, I'm not I a spit, rapper.
0: Yeah, I spit hot fire, but I'm not a rapper. Here's my number. Psych. That's the wrong number. <laughs> that's 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 more of who I am, you know. So yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I've, I've always seeing Thron definitely encouraging people in that face group, uh, Facebook group. And I always try to like, li- anytime I see a, a music video on that Facebook group, I always try to like it and tell people like, hey man, keep writing. Cause yeah, it's just, it's just fun. Like, and if I can inspire people to like, like get out of their comfort zone and write something, I mean, it's, it's all in the name of fun. We're not trying to like, I, I mean, we're not, we're not getting paid to do any of this. Like, right, no, no us to do this, so. right. <laughs> it's for yeah. fucking fun like that's 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 literally it i don't think Thrawn or i would be doing this if it wasn't fun like uh, and j- just by the sheer fact that like like i wrote stuff that didn't get played on the air but i'm still writing stuff should just let you know like i'm not of
5: course yeah. i'm not in
0: into it to like quote unquote get fame it's just something fun and then i'll stop doing it once it's not fun anymore for me
1: so makes sense There you go. yeah well, that's all <laughs> i've got mike okay uh Actually, I think I have a really good question, but Wade, do you have anything?
3: Uh, I actually just have one more thing for you guys that I, in yeah. my notes. Um, right. It's a request for you guys, and uh, of, of course, you don't have to do it, and if you don't, I, I'm not going to be pissed or whatever, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm the old man in the group, and I've lived long enough to not let shit bother me, but I do have a request. <laughs> um, <God>. Last uh, – <laughs> oh, God. Um last wednesday's episode there was a that i can't i think it was a little bit toward the end but there was a moment that they all all four of them started talking about chicken strips all at once and my first thought was song 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 so (laughs) i have a request that you guys make a sequel uh come together and make a sequel to chicken and beer using those clips Chicken strips. God, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't
2: even remember that either. I think
3: I, I don't. oh I remember. I remember Roxy said chicken strips, and then she kept repeating chicken strips, and they're all yelling about chicken, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> all
0: right. But... I, all I have to say is, if someone were to write that song, it would have to be Thrawn, because here he, already wrote, he already wrote the chicken with rice, aka arroz con pollo. If I were to write a chicken song, I, I'm pretty sure I would get called out for trying to copy or thrown or like write his cocktails or something. I don't know. Oh,
5: that
4: makes to get that. I understand that.
0: Yeah, so it would it would definitely have to be thrown. That being said, uh, if you need me to if you need me to lay down some vocals, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
1: Yeah. But no, that sure that was
3: just a lighthearted request on my part, and uh, and uh, because I I just heard that and I was instantly like, dude, somebody make a song about that.
4: Or you know I what? was wondering every now and then to do like a, like a full-length version of any one of those songs, you know? Maybe not yeah. to get played on the air or anything, but right. just uh, just to make it more substantial, you know? And yeah. so um, I don't know if I'm going to do that yet or not. Like, I, I've kind of got wrapped up into school. That was the other thing. Is that I wasn't in school when all this stuff kind of started, whereas now no. I'm like, I've got homework every single day of the week. And so That's I don't terrible. spend as much time mm-hmm. as I did to do this. But I, I did kind of think, like, it would be kind of fun to to create, like, a, you know, flesh out some of the songs to make them full length, and then do, like, a quick, like,
1: EP kind of thing that people can just download for fun, you know? That's what I was thinking, actually. Just something for you guys to, like, I mean, an EP or, like, album of all the songs. I'd be slowed down to do that. That'd be so cool for the fans yeah. just, like, to download it and just, like, listen to yeah. it.
0: Yeah. I mean... I mean, I'm not a. If you guys can figure out how to rip it off YouTube, I I don't care. Go for it.
4: Yeah, I guarantee you. Like all of that. Yeah. Like I said, I don't even find a real. So it's not like I'm going to come after anybody.
0: Yeah, for uh, unless I I think the one time I would come after somebody is if they posted it on their YouTube. They're like, look at this original
2: song I made. Yeah. No. Right. Of course. No. 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 no Brett. No. Uh- <laughs> exactly.
1: No, <laughs> no. Uh,
2: I'm s- I'm sorry, Mike. I lied. I do have one more thing. I just remembered That's from the funny. Collider Discord group. Which uh, are you guys a part of that? You guys are uh, not.
0: This is my first um, time using Discord.
2: Oh, okay, you should definitely join. We will. We'll,
1: a, we will send you the link to that, and you guys can join that because there's discussions there worth going into. It's okay. uh, yeah,
2: great place. We get into discussions pretty much every day about all sorts of things. But I did have a question from Matty on. Uh, Discord, who asked, uh, they let me find it. What software do you guys use uh, when you're thrown? I guess is probably more directed towards you, but um, what software do you guys use to like rip the clips or whatever and uh, make your music?
4: Okay, um, so I'm using a Mac, and to get the the clips from the show, I downloaded this. Uh, I think it's called Sunflower. And uh, Sunflower makes it so where you can take the direct feed from whatever your computer is hearing and uh, record it. <clears throat> and I record that into the the digital audio workstation called Reaper. And so Sunflower and Reaper is how I get the uh, the video, I mean the, uh, the audio clips from the actual show. And then you can use Reaper to, you need an interface of some sort, but you use Reaper to uh, record all the tracks and the, uh, superior drummer for the drums, and then uh, that's that's pretty much you know that's that's the meat and potatoes is uh, that Reaper. Reaper is great, and it doesn't cost anything. Like when you get tired of waiting for the five second load screen, you can pay like sixty bucks and it goes away. But uh, until you get tired of it, it's still free.
2: Hmm. Okay. What about you, David?
0: All right, I'm gonna go super in depth into this. <laughs> there Y'all there ready? Yes. I I am running a MacBook. Pro Ooh. Ooh. 20, 2018 okay. right I can give you this. I can give you the sep, the specs the 2.9 gigahertz Intel Core i7 I don't
5: know Memory. if you
0: know that <laughs> 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 hey, hey this is my moment
5: hey. uh, yeah, no,
0: go, I'm sorry
2: girlfriend. I'm sorry yeah.
0: 16 gigabyte uh, I'm just kidding but some um, all right legit a MacBook Pro I have a uh, Focusrite 2i4 which I run into and I run Logic Pro X Uh, All the plugins and everything I've ever used is is Logic Pro X. The microphones and AKG is a simple AKG. Uh, The guitars I use are PRS, either PRS Custom 22 SE or the PRS Torero. The bass I have is a Schecter Custom 22 as well. Um, If I do any MIDI stuff, I usually use either my digital keyboard Casio or my uh, MPK Mini for anybody who knows anything about that. And that's... uh, There you go, and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of the stuff I record live, the drums I tend to program on my own, uh, the singing the singing is me, obviously. Okay,
1: yeah. Right.
0: I mean, I don't know if that was obvious, but it's obviously me. You're not uh, taking,
2: like, a bunch of clips from other songs and oh, starting together some...
0: <laughs> the, the few moments I do take clips, I literally just uh, Google YouTube to MP3, and that whatever okay, first okay. one comes up, I just... It's like you put the link in there, and they give you an MP3 file, and I just cut the clips uh, to what I want to use. If I use any of the clips in the oh. song, and that's that's literally it. And then everything else I use is just natural plugins from Logic, except for guitars. On the guitars, I usually use uh, a Waves. Uh, the uh, the PRS Anchor is usually the guitar tone I use on my Logic. For anyone who's actually interested in that kind of stuff, I just I love the crunch of it. It's like the closest thing I I can get to that actual uh, amp, but oh, other than that, everything, no, thank you, man. Everything else is just pretty much the plugins that come out, come on logic.
4: Yeah. That reminds me, like M- said one day, like, I got not dance him pressing Like number 92 on the Casio for, you know, it was the, the chicken and beer song, but no, I <laughs> haven't used no nothing pre-recorded. Everything that's on there. I've performed myself.
0: Yeah. Same.
2: Okay.
4: Excellent.
1: Cool.
2: All right, Mike, Wade, I've got nothing else. So, uh,
1: no, I have the perfect question. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got the perfect question to end all things. Um, So uh, you guys are musicians, YouTubers, mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of other people who look up to you guys, especially, you know, just listening to your songs. Really? <laughs> There's some fans out there who love your stuff. I mean, they look when, up to you.
0: When I grow up, I want to be thrown to K5. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's on my dream
2: board. You'll get <laughs> there one day, buddy.
0: You'll get there one day. Can't see.
2: Yeah, draw, uh, <laughs> come on, you're on my dream board. So uh...
1: <laughs> someday, someday. So I was gonna ask—is this um, you have any advice for anybody who wants to make music, make videos, or just create fan content, just to be a fan?
4: Yeah, man. If you want to do it. You know, like that's pretty much it. You just as far as like personally speaking, uh, Collider kind of gave me an out from uh, a period of time where I was feeling the best about the world, you know? And uh, it was kind of my way of saying thank you. You know, they put that challenge out there, but it wasn't more like, oh, they're speaking to me and they're telling me to do this. It was just like, you know, I've listened to these dudes for hours and they have nothing to show. For it from my end of the deal so sure why not give them something you know and so that's where all the songs come from it's just it's, it's appreciation it's really is it's a it's a, it's a mm-hmm. fan thing i'll be a collider fanboy but uh as far as doing music or anything productive if, if you want it man if you're into collider or if you're listening to this right now You have a computer. If you have a computer, you have a gateway to any information that you could possibly want and or need to to create anything you want to do. So get on that YouTube and search. What are you into? Are you a writer? How to write an essay. Are you a singer? How to practice singing. You know, if you're a guitar player, like, and you want to get better, how to play guitar. Like, YouTube videos for anything you could ever possibly want, and it doesn't cost you a cent. So do your research and just get off your ass.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah, to echo what uh Thrawn said, like um like uh, like I, I'm I am a professional musician. Um I did get a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in music. Uh that being said, you don't have to be me and have my credentials to write music. You don't have to go out of your way to biologic pro Pro X. If you have a MacBook Pro or any type of MacBook, Garage Band is free. If you don't have a MacBook, you have a Windows PC. Reaper is free. Obviously, you can download that. There's plenty of free DAWs. You don't have to have the best guitars or whatever. You just have to be willing to do it. Like take the time, be inspired. Um, if if music's not your calling, that's fine too. You can draw something. You can make a meme. You can make an animation. You can make a video. You can make a like a like a clip montage or something. Anything that that you personally. Uh, Want to do uh, just go and do it like the reason I think me and Thron just wrote music is because no one's done it before And then there was the challenge was put forth and we both were like we've done music We could probably do something fun with this and that was literally it It was just about It was just about having fun showing appreciation for the show for that cast and crew like like even though like 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 yeah, the, the guys in collider live get a lot of shit like ultimately at the end of the day We're, we're fans we tune in as much as we can. We love the show down. We love collider live we love what we do. I personally am always listening to The Witching Hour with Perry Nimroff and all those guys. Obviously Roka is like my favorite competitor. We're just at the end of the day, we're just fans. This is our way of being like, Hey, we wrote this for you. If you guys like it, awesome. If you guys don't, that's cool. It's it's for you if you want it or if you don't. And that's literally it. It's just us showing appreciation as fans. And you don't have to be us with the best equipment or even necessarily have the same level of talent. Like whatever inspires you whatever you like personally like go ahead and do it like no one's really written like a country song yet no one's really written like a like a polka dance or some type of like jazzy tune or whatever no one's really written poetry for collider yet no one's really well okay one guy did an animation but there's always room for more animations you know there's different ways to be creative it doesn't have to necessarily be the music that being said I don't know if Thrawn agrees, but we don't want to be like quote unquote like the darlings or the kings of like like we don't mind sharing that spot at all at all. Just just do what you want to do and have fun with it. That's literally it. No, I agree completely.
2: So you think they'll appreciate my collider fanfiction then?
0: Oh dude, what?
2: definitely. <laughs> For sure <laughs> Question is it is it is it a sexy fanfic? I mean, you'll have to read to find out.
5: Fuck yeah! <laughs>
0: Let me just
2: say there are some unexpected pairings.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Just, just, just answer me this because sometimes I like, like they 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 pointed us fighting, but to me Christian flirts a lot with Mark Riley. Is there like anything in there about that?
2: I'm just gonna say if you're interested, go to chapter four.
0: Yes. <laughs> can we end the show? Can we end the show now so I can go read it, please? Bye, everybody. Really That's the show. Cute. Bye.
5: <laughs> well,
0: Mike. Thanks. I'm
1: just kidding. I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> sarcasm. What's
1: that? <laughs> it, what, is yeah, it what is that? Is that? <laughs> What's sarcasm? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I was going to... All right, I'm going to do a follow-up here because I know you, you said you like Perry. You did There's a recent uh, movie talk... And I don't know if you know this, but there's a reason Movie Talk, she did... The Fly. And she, uh, caught the fly, and she dropped, her first, dropped her first F-bomb on the air.
5: Oh! oh dude, I
0: gotta go back so and watch great. that. Oh, it's
4: wow. so great. I posted that same day, like, and I don't even remember who it was, but both Perry and Hayley liked it on Twitter, but I was like, I think Perry just gave me, like, the most favorite collider moment I've ever witnessed. In that my is, life. My, that it, is my it, favorite
1: it. moment, like, Fuck Collider Live uh-huh. for a moment, just like the movie talk moment <laughs> right there is what Perry just says. That's what fuck. I was
4: going to say when you asked, but then I thought, oh wait, that was Collider Live though. But that honestly, that yeah, is gold, man. That is to gold. To see her do that, to catch it, and then everybody's so reaction, her beet
1: red face. Yep, it was oh, so that was so perfect. Great. I just wanted to it mention that because that was like the perfect moment, like this best one of a, in the recent like Collider movie talk history. Oh, fucking love that. Anyways, that's the show. Thanks to uh, Thrawn and David B for coming on the special, exclusive mini podcast interview session of After Live. Oh, thanks for having us, man.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much for inviting thanks. us. Oh, this oh, is oh. a lot of fun. I'm,
2: uh, I'll speak for the others real quick. Any other time you guys want to come on? Uh, it's been a great it's been great having you after this mike might yell at me and be like i hated them why'd you why'd you say that
1: (laughs) i personally would
2: love to have you guys back on again whenever you guys feel like it.
1: i was just gonna say if if you guys want to guest on any future episodes of the podcast the actual podcast just hit me up and we'll uh, make it happen because uh we love you guys
0: the actual podcast this isn't the podcast (laughs)
1: Was this practice is the podcast. Interview. This is the interview. <laughs> this is the interview. There's a difference. Like uh, there's a there, no. We do a full-on podcast talking about we, the whole week of Collider Live. Uh, yeah, okay. David, why don't you listen to it? find out? <laughs> I was <laughs> to say, we'll, we'll give you a link to the podcast. We, you guys uh, have to I'm listen just, to it.
0: I'm just I'm just asking because we have been talking about Collider Live. So. I know, yeah, but this is
1: uh, a little something something. <laughs> We yeah, this this is a
3: special interview, and uh, we'll be dropping, we'll be recording. Uh, I believe tomorrow night we'll be recording <laughs> this week's episode, and then we'll okay. drop that Saturday. Okay. But uh, this is this is a nice little separate deal for the fans and and for us. Um, uh, it's just been a treat, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to drop this on its own, and uh, and and have you guys been solo for this one. Mm-hmm. We if
0: long you. enough,
2: it can, go, it can go on its own. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. I thought this was part of like the, the actual podcast, but that's really nice of well, you wait. guys to make it like a separate thing for
1: us.
2: Originally, what we were going to do, just to pull the curtain behind real quick, uh, was we were going to record the short interview and then insert it into the actual podcast that we're going to record tomorrow. But mm-hmm. then we were like, eh, let's just go for longer, release its own thing. And we got more time with you guys, which is a treat. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. You oh, think I'm you. a treat? Aw. I do.
2: You're chapter six. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the sexiest chapter because you know what comes after six, right? Nine?
1: Eight? <laughs> Before we ended things off, Thron, <laughs> Thron David, where can people find you on social media? Oh, uh,
0: Uh, my social media is all over the place. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at solidruler 21, but if you type in David B, hopefully that comes up too. Uh, same thing on YouTube. If you type in David B, uh, I've heard that I'm like the third or fourth, uh, search option. If you, if you type in David B on YouTube, uh, and on Instagram, David B music one, uh, I had to put the one at the end because apparently David B was taken, and so was David B Music. So there you go. David B Music one on Instagram. On Facebook, uh, you can try adding me. I might not let you add me, uh, but you can, you're more than welcome to try That's like one place I, I keep a little bit more private. Sorry.
2: Right on. Makes sense.
4: Well, cool. And I'm uh, Theron2K5. That's the number two, the letter K, the number five. Um, that's my Twitter. That's my YouTube. And then on that Facebook group for Collider Live, you'll find me at uh, Thrawn two K five spelled out because you can't use numbers in your last name on Facebook.
0: Stupid ass YouTube. I mean, uh, Facebook.
5: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! You know what? YouTube too, because they do. This is a separate topic, but the way they treat their creators, like their actual creators, is fucking ridiculous. But that's another issue.
1: That's another story for another time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening. Go follow them, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.
0: Or don't follow us. It's up to you. We don't care.
1: Follow <laughs> <laughs> them. I mean, support them. You got to support the music. Support them. <laughs> it's all we care about. Don't forget this is a Merc with a Movie blog production podcast. Uh, you can follow Merc with a Movie blog on Facebook and YouTube under the same name. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow Movie Blog merck. And don't forget to check out the website, com. This particular podcast, Afterlife Podcast, is available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.